a bond of friendship. Just a friendly reminder, all scriptures in this talk today are used from the New King James Version of the Bible. My prayer is the Bible will become open for you to receive its goodness and blessing with today and eternity in mind. Today is a short talk for you to enjoy. As the title suggests, anyone can have fun in life, but it takes love to make you live. Do you know when you have too much fun, it actually can be quite dangerous for us? In health, well-being, and with our lifestyle. Before I became a believer, I lived on the wild side. I had the appearance of angelic and the words of a demon, cursing and behaving blasphemously. Let's get to the word. Prophets right through the Bible have one set agenda in mind. They are people for the sole purpose of being a light switch so everyone can see in the dark. What lawless acts are being carried out. Today, our prophet is the Bible. It is up to us as individual people to make a choice about change. Before I get into the story today, I want to ask you to keep in mind if you have something so precious, so valuable to you, what would you do to defend it? Those who say I have never had anything to ever need worry about such stuff, I want to say right here, right now, you are awesome. Materials are just things to accumulate. They give you no position of power, wellness or respect among others in your family. Have you ever noticed when you've brought something brand spanking new? You may have had to say for it for a long time. You've done the hard yards, sweated it out, doing all the crappy jobs that make you cringe just to get the coin. You built up your savings till you had the right amount of money and then you go and buy it. That special item you dreamed of owning to one day becomes home, to one day becomes home, only to have you find it used or better yet, an unbeknown person has borrowed it without asking. You ask around and silence can only be heard as the reply. As you go to do something as a form of distraction, you notice someone has returned it. Before you get too excited, you see the damage and worthlessness before you. What about this example of materialism has no authority in your community? You waited all year for the Christmas show to come around. You put in the long training days. You put in the extensive practice hours. You attended every rehearsal. The night of the show arrives and the equipment went faulty. No power, no light, no show, and everyone leaving the scene. 
for those who work professionally, the materialism that have meltdowns are endless. My favorite one is the boardroom meetings. That amount of money you lose when something goes wrong. It's phenomenal. And the worst part is you can't recover the losses and you can't make amends. So both you and company are out of pocket due to technical error before you even pitch that once in a lifetime perfect presentation everyone has left the building for better deals not even your religious life is seen safe when we talk materialism how about this for an example you put away your tithes for the weekly church offering and your household budget was going fine until you had an accident. You pray, you fast, you believe, you trust, you equip yourself with the word and lo and behold, nothing happens and desperation is now at the front door hard demanding your attention. The insurance didn't cover all the accident. In the meantime, a, re a repair bill has to be paid and so you dip into the groceries, shortchanging the family food to cover it, only to come up shortchanged again. You know the money you set aside for church is the required amount to fix your materialistic things, along with everything else at once. Bugger the church, my life needs fixing because I can't live without. God did not put life into materialistic things. He did put life into you and I. He wants to be our heart's desire. He wants to be our treasures and riches. In the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 21, it tells us, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Because he put life into us like him, Psalm 150 verse 6 reminds us, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. He loved his creation, even more so when he put life into the picture called first Adam, then Eve. Praise the Lord. In the book of Psalm, chapter 37, verse 4, we read, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. He also put life into Christ to be with us. John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. The desire of God's heart was to give, or as a better word, put life into every created being. With his son Jesus, he put life into everything to preserve it. What started with God was in fact oxygen. Until then, it is and remains lifeless. 
In the beginning with the book of Genesis, we read its truth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the earth and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Just to bring your attention to what I am saying, have you ever gone to a party and the mood is stale? The music is pumping, it's loud, lights are flashing everywhere and the people are just standing still. Then you enter in. What becomes the noticeable factor in it all. I hope you can stay with me on this because I thought this was pretty impressive. It was indeed the form missing in the atmosphere. It was dull, dense and absolutely without a doubt boring. Until that is when you get that one person that comes in like a blaze of glory and fills the air with energy. Everything becomes electrifying and alive with pulsating excitement. The reason is oxygen was filled every living, breathing thing with life. This should be how it is for every single person's faith. When we're going through a moment of trials, our faith needs oxygen till we will see the outcome with Christ before God over it. It is the same when we are going through transformation. We need oxygen to fill us till we are a new creation out of our lawless state of being. Just to bring it into a visual picture so we all so we can all see what it is like. Can you remember a time when you were in a fight? The rumors were going around. There was gossip circulating between people everywhere. Well, today is the same today and it is called communicating as cold advertisement. Everyone has the knowledge of your up and coming fight before the day is finished. Interests come from everywhere to witness the fight. In that moment, have you noticed if it is it, that it is just a case of push me, pull you with words, not much will happen. The energy in the crowd gets quite boring. It stays dull. The density or stale air actually begins to disperse the crowd until someone ignites it with oxygen. Then all hell breaks loose with adrenaline pumping excitement. It electrifies people to go wild until an outcome is made clear and the winner emerges. You may recognize this story in your own hometown or with someone close to you. I know for me, when these times happened in my life, 
I wished the ground would open up and swallow me whole, then cover me back over till it was finished. I did not have the confidence or the self-esteem to take on the world as a child. In those days, bullying is exactly that. It's the ugly side of love and we all can relate with our own story, I am sure. I know in my case, it was very hard in my childhood. I was raised not to fight because I am a girl. In my adult world, bullying today takes on a new meaning with a whole new set of circumstances and a complete change of situations. To get through the season without being scratched or scarred from it, I had to find the oxygen source and that, my dear friends, came when I accepted Jesus as my personal Lord and Saviour. I gave up my insecurities and found the wellspring of life. First came this beautiful scripture of oxygen to my soul, found in Proverbs 16, verse 22. Understanding is a wellspring of life to, to him who has it, but the correction of fools is folly. Then came this blessing to fill me with oxygen again, written in Proverbs chapter 4, Verse 23, it reads, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. You might recall at the beginning of this talk, I asked you if you had something so precious and valuable to you, what would you do to defend it? I want to finish with answering it this way. In John chapter 12 verse 25 gives an incredible insight to this. He who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. It is sharing the meaning of oxygen between love and hate. To live with hate, you cannot have good oxygen with your life. You must have a neutralizer to stable any buildup of toxins and particles infecting its pure form. He gave us Jesus as that neutralizer. We need Jesus in our lives so we can have the oxygen with God and not die. I don't know about you, but when I got the light switched on in my tenoggin, I saw the light and oxygen at the same time. The scriptures were making absolute sense to me. Now I can't help but be energized because not only do I get detoxed, I get revived with oxygen at the same time by the Holy Spirit. Anyone can have fun, that is agreed, but it takes an act of love to make you live. Which is which is the greatest of the two. This gift, my dear friends, belongs with you and Christ with your life. If you have never asked Jesus to come into your life, or if you would like to recommit your life to Christ, please contact your local church for assistance.